Hello, and thank you for joining me again on Nurse in Transition. This is Kiana Brathwaite, your host and monologuer. <laughs> um, just saying hello and uh, kind of starting off from the introduction. Now, a lot of times a word may have a different meaning for many people, right? Um, let's take the success, for instance. Mm, success is something that we all have to define. There's a societal definition of success, and then there is your own family de definition, your own personal definition, and you have to choose which one you're going to live by, right? Um, transition. I thought that transition only meant um, something transient, something that happens and then it's over. And I realized that transition can be a perpetual process, an ongoing process. Um, and so what does transition look like? Hmm. Transition looks like, for me, uh, having an idea of where I would be. I'm 39 years old, as I record this podcast episode anyway. Soon to be 40. Woohoo! Looking forward to 40, actually. And... I'm not where I thought I would be. I thought that I'd be closer to the pinnacle of my nursing career. I thought that our kids would have been in the school that they started in, uh, in pre-K. I thought that we'd still be in our home uh, that we purchased prior to the birth of our first child. I never saw any of this coming. And that's pretty hard, right? Because you have this idea of who you're going to be at certain stages in your life, and then you get there, and you're not that person. Uh, when I was about 36, 37 years old, I was working for uh, Mainline Health. And I decided to take a part-time position, which was a decrease in my hourly pay rate, but it was guaranteed hours. Prior to that, for years, I had been a per diem. And what that means is you're just as needed. It's kind of PRN, like your meds, right? You, wherever you're needed, you go and you fill that hole. And I loved per diem because it allowed me the freedom that I was looking for at that stage in my life. It allowed me to work when I was able to work because uh, we had two young children. And then we put them into school and we put them into school and had to pay for tuition. They started off in parochial. We transitioned them from parochial school, a Catholic school, to a private Christian school that cost money. And I wanted to make sure that we were able to cover our tuition costs as well as our other living expenses. So I took a pay cut, applied for the part-time position, and took the part-time position with the idea that around 45, you know, I would hang out there, let's see, 36, so probably about 42, 43, you know, after doing, um, I was in interventional, I loved outpatient radiology. So interventional radiology, outpatient radiology was booming, and we were doing so many different things. Uh, so I was like, all right, well, this kind of fits that autonomy. It fits the schedule. It keeps me interested. 
let me try this out on a part-time basis. And I did, and I don't regret it. I just know that it positioned me for where we are right now. Fast forward, oh, so I was saying when I was 45, I would look at doing something different, maybe coming away from the bedside, doing something administrative. Um, Starting my own business had fluttered around in my head, but I was afraid. I was, didn't want to lose our lifestyle. I knew that somewhere deep down inside, I knew that starting a business meant kind of starting from scratch, uh, especially depending on the business that I was doing. But either way, having to build up the clientele and the reputation and getting to know business, um, I really wasn't prepared to make that lifestyle sacrifice. And so I took the part-time position, worked in it for a very short time, I think. Um, I started in August as part-time, was injured in October, um, and then healed from that and was injured the following May. Um, I think I mentioned in the intro that tailspin that I took when one of the things that I defined myself by was taken from me, or at least that's how I viewed it. I viewed it as, you know, this was one of the identities that I carried and now I can no longer identify it. That's what my initial reaction to all of it was. And that wasn't really the case. Um, I believe once you're a nurse, you're always, you're always a nurse. Um, you always think like a nurse, you always act like a nurse. It, you're just a nurse. It's, it's so in you that you can't really separate out the pieces. Um, but then once I, you know, my goal was to heal, right? And then after I realized that I wasn't able to heal in the process of figuring out how to deal with my workers' compensation situation, uh, that took a very long time. A lot of questioning of myself in that um, and my experiences. And then, so I thought, okay, well, once I heal, I need surgery to heal. I'll do an episode about that one day. Um, and then once the workers' comp is settled, I'm, I'm out of transition, right? Transition has settled. The things that had my life in upheaval have settled. I'll be back to square one where I have everything under control and I know what I'm doing. So transition defined for me is out of control, right? I have no clue what's going on, if what I'm doing works, Will it get me to where I need to be? And what in the world? Um, I, I'm sitting in this fog. And so I thought, okay, all this stuff is settled. My workers' comp case gets settled. I have the surgery. You know, my shoulder's healed. I may not ever be 100%, but I'll, I'll work my way as close to that as I possibly can. Um, and now you know, we can figure out our housing situation and the kids and school and life and so forth and so on. And I have come to realize that transition is perpetual for me. Um, it's something that I need to welcome because I, I never really had it all, right? I never had it all together. I never, uh, even if, if, if my pillars at the time were work, home, family, 
Those are my three pillars. And I had a really good handle on work. Because even if I walked in the door and it was crazy, there was a calm over me. I had been doing this for a while. I knew who my team was. I knew who I could ask for what. I wasn't really worried when I walked in the door. When I came home, I knew what my role was. I knew what my responsibilities were. I knew, right? And as far as my family, I always looked like I had it together. I always was the one that was the go-to, the one that did the planning, you know, and I just fell into all of these roles. And um, when the floor of those roles began to fall from underneath me, it forced me to look at who I am. Um, In these roles, it forced me to look at you know, the expectations that were placed upon me, were they, were they my expectations? Were they somebody else's expectations? Were, were they communicated expectations or insinuated expectations? Um, you know, was I choosing to do things or was it something that I felt obligated to do? I mean, there was a lot of soul searching and it continues. Unfortunately, for anybody who's listening, I want to tell you that entrepreneurship, adulthood, um, (laughs) having a career, it's just, it's a constant flux. Um, And that's just what it is. You know, life is a constant change. It's a constant flux. Every day you wake up is something different. Every day you're fighting your own demons and cheering yourself on and cheering on everybody else. And, you know, it's just, it's a constant flux. Uh, And so I'm settling into transition, finally. I'm realizing that this is just where I'm going to be, that I'll probably never really get it, and I'm okay with that. Um, So to think about it, right, wherever you are in your life at this point, where did you think you were going to be? Be honest with yourself at this stage. Um, Are you where you thought you would be? Are you doing something different? Are you reaching those heights or, you know, are you falling short? And even if you're falling short, look at falling short. For me, falling short is doing something that apparently I wanted to do years prior, but shoved it, you know, swept it underneath the rug and didn't look at it, didn't peek at it because of fear. And God, life, universe, whatever you believe in, said, this is your path. You're trying to avoid it, and I'm going to set it in front of you. Um, so here I be and, you know, kind of just get to know that part of you. Um, I find getting to know that part of me, mourning that part of me, uh, where I thought I would be helps me to recognize and, and understand and appreciate very important what I have right now. Um, and this will, I'll share with you, you know, as we go along, kind of what the transitional pieces of the puzzle are for me. But some of the things that I've lost, you know, some of the people that have fallen by the wayside made room for people that I, I needed. I need space to, for these wonderful people in my life. Um, the things that I've lost are things. And I have a girlfriend who said today, actually, when we had them, we didn't appreciate them. And now that they're gone, we're crying about it. And that was poignant to me because um, I remember when a car died, kind of going off kilter here, but 
I was devastated because I felt like my wings were clipped, right? Like I, I felt like I couldn't get up and go like I wanted. I felt that I had to ask for permission. I mean, it's just weird things that you, you equate stuff to. So just transition is good because it really forces you to clean out the clutter. Um, that process can be painful. It can take a long time. It's just don't fight it because it's going to be there. The less you fight it, the more you lean into it, the better you feel coming out on the other end. I used to fight it in the beginning and it was really painful. I mean, um, there was some really dark times. I'm not saying they're gone, but I know what they look like and I can recognize when they're coming and my family sees them and, and we have a system and processes in place that we recognize when we're each struggling with an overwhelm. So now there's a plan, right? There's an evacuation plan to get me out of the downward spiral. Uh, but it took going into that spiral to learn that I wasn't paying attention to that before. Um, so transition has been really good for me. And I hope to share and continue to share what transition can look like. Um, I also want to make it quite plain and clear that anytime you start something new that you are not familiar with, there's going to be a learning curve. And you just need to give yourself the time and the compassion to figure it out, uh, whatever that looks like for you, and be able to define it and also work through all the other stuff to get you there. Because uh, there's, you know, steps, levels that we all have to attain before we can go on to the next thing. It's like Super Mario Brothers, my favorite. I spent a summer playing that game <laughs> and I should be able to apply all that I learned. Um, but it comes back to me in waves. And it's like Super Mario Brothers. You know, you, you got a lot to go through on that level one to get to level two. And even though level one was easy, level two gets a little harder. Level three gets hard. You know, and as you climb and continue to climb and continue to level up, as my pastor used to say, there's always work to be done on the next level before you can move on and just be willing to do that work. Well, that's it for now. I want to say thank you for joining me. Please feel free to email me, kianab at kbcalls.com. Um, I hope you enjoy the podcast. And uh, I do have a website at some point. I'll put it somewhere where you'll be able to find it and take a look at what it is I do for quote unquote living. Um, maybe get to know me a little bit. But for now, I think this is, you know, if you're okay with this, I'm okay with this. All right. I wish you all the best. Whatever day of the week it is, I hope you have an awesome day and uh, enjoy the rest of your week, whatever day it is, uh, as you listen to this and take care of yourself. All right. Bye.